You know, the culture is actually damn good. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, where y'all at? This is Trafalgar Square. Mr. and Mr. North of South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. Have you been drinking? It was a good show, huh? During the workday, when you feel possessed by amorous intent, may I suggest that you suppress it? Hey! 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 Hey, how you doing? Let's get in the conference room. I would like to invite everyone into the conference room. I would like to have a meeting in the conference room right now. I know for a fact that nobody in the Parks Department reads letters. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me Savian! SportsJourney.com Radio Network back on the air. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Everybody, it's the Bob Matthews Podcast. We are glad that you're here. Don't forget, Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, as well as the website and wherever fine podcasts are sold. We'll take you out to Ashford in just a couple of seconds. Today is the day where the work really gets put in. They'll be in shells tomorrow. And then it is time to get ready for a walkthrough on Saturday for the Giants. Up in New York, uh, 0-5 against 1-4. This really is the week where the Washington football team thinks they are going to begin the march or have a chance to begin the march both to relevancy, relevancy of the NFC and towards the lead in the division that, at least in Ashburn, they think it'll be the path that takes them to a division title. Um I'm not sure any of us think that that is the case. However, it's it's why we talk about people having a case of ash burning. But that's why Ron Rivera has made the moves that he has. And it really starts in earnest this week. And when you look at this division and how bad it is this year, and I thought it was bad last year. It's really bad this year. Historically bad. I don't know that 6-10 isn't going to win it at this point. And I haven't done the mathematical equations to see if it's possible or not. But 6-10 is going to be pretty damn close. You have six wins somewhere in December. You are at least in the conversation. And this next stretch of five or six games is really going to really tell. And I, I think it's going to be the difference between does Dwayne Haskins get another shot at the end of the year or does he not? Speaking of which, Dwayne Haskins absent from practice yet again today. Ron Rivera said afterwards that he has a stomach bug. It is truly a stomach bug. It is nothing more than that. He is very much a part of the team. Nobody has given up on him. Make of it what you will. I can see both sides of this one. COVID kind of supercharges everything, but think about it. You've got, we all know how fast a stomach flu can go through just a locker room or any close quarter in a normal year. Add COVID on top of that, I can see where the doctors would say, just go ahead and go home. It's a horrible look, obviously because of the fact that he just got benched last week. But, say what you will, there has not been a positive case, knock on wood, reported in Ashburn yet. So, Haskins sick, not at practice. We will see about later on today. Now, we do have news from practice as well on the field. So let's cue the dramatic music and go over all that good stuff. 
Looks like we might have a change in the starting lineup. Yep, that's right. Got some new guys working on the offensive line. So, Sadiq Charles, rookie from LSU. We've been talking about him for a few weeks. I was, I've been begging for Rivera to put him into the starting lineup, and it looks like it's going to happen this week. Second day in a row that Charles worked not at left tackle, but at left guard. Hmm. And Brandon Sheriff back for the second day in a row at right guard. Here's why this is significant. Ron Rivera, especially, uh, let me talk about Scherf first. Here's the reason that Brandon Scherf being back in practice is significant. And Ron Rivera has said many, many times since training camp started, with somebody that's working their way back from injury, we always ask him uh, when we see somebody that's been injured back on the field, we say, well, you know, does that mean he's good to go? And, you know, how is that the fact that he's there? And Rivera's always said it's not so much the first day that you see somebody practice, but it's the second day. How did they handle that ramping up? And the fact that Sheriff was back out there at right guard today and participated fully in practice says that he came off the field, no problems yesterday, no problems this morning when he got here. I guess he's feeling good, so it looks like Brandon Sheriff will be back in the lineup. Sadiq Charles, same thing. He has had that calf injury for a while, um, and... Now it looks like, you know, last week he did work. He looked good, according to Rivera. And so this week he has uh, been the starting left guard for the last two days in practice. That should help shore up the left side of the line. It's not going to turn into the hogs all of a sudden, but um, between the two of them, you'd be hard-pressed to say who was worse last week, Wes Martin or... uh, or uh, Jerron Christian. I'd still like to see Charles get some work at left tackle, but I, I think that the coaching staff seems to think maybe he's a little undersized for left tackle. That might be okay, though. I mean, if he's uh, a scrappier, you know, if he's a, a version of, of Eric Flowers, who we saw locked down left guard last year, that might not be too bad. And having a good left guard will benefit Jerron Christian at left tackle because Lord knows he needs all of the help that he can get. So don't be surprised if this is your starting lineup on the offensive line. Christian at left tackle, Charles at left guard, Chase Rui at center, Brandon Scherf back at right guard, and then Morgan Moses, of course, Mr. Steady and Reliable at right tackle. We talked with Route 17 himself, Terry McLaurin, today. Uh, caught up with him after practice on a wide number of topics. Of course, first thing everybody wanted to know about since they were teammates at Ohio State has uh, Gary Terry and Dwayne Haskins talked a lot about what has been going on vis-a-vis Haskins benching. And more to the point, have the two talked about it a lot since it happened? Um, uh, Pretty often, as we always do. I won't really get into the specifics, but I'm just trying to encourage him. Um, as much as I can um, as a teammate and as a friend. Um, he's going through some adversity right now, but it's nothing that he can't come through. Um, but I just want him to know that he has the support from me. Um, any way I can help him, any, any way I can support him, I'm willing to do that. And um, I believe if he continues to put his mind to what he wants um, and, and getting better and what he wants out of his career, then he can have that. But um, I'm just going to continue to push him to be the best that he can be and, and, and be there for him. 
I mean, I think you just can't feel sorry for yourself. I mean, I think it's easy when we get knocked down in life to kind of um, sulk or feel bad for ourselves. But um, oftentimes the only way you get through something is you got to attack it head on. You got to be honest with yourself. Um, you got to ask what you need to do better and you got to attack it from there. Um, he's done that in the past and um, I believe he's going to do that going forward and it's only going to help them individually and it's going to help our football team going forward. But um, I think he just needs to continue to um, just just grind, man. I mean, it's nothing's easy in this, uh, this football league. Nothing's going to be handed to you and nobody's going to feel sorry for you either. Um, so I know he's going to handle it the best way he can. And uh, like I said, I'm just here to support him any way I can. And remember, this may very well be temporary, this benching. If Washington goes out and the whole reason for it was because Ron Rivera thinks they have a chance to win the division. Now, if he's right and Washington goes through this next, what, six, seven game set here? And, you know, five and two or six and one. And believe me, from here on out, they've got the easiest schedule in the league. Um, so if they go out and, and rip off four or five or six straight wins, well, then no problem. Kyle Allen would, you know, get the credit for that, and he'll be the greatest thing since sliced bread. And we'll have another controversy next year. If they screw the pooch, though, and you know, if they lose to New York this week, they lose to New York this week and Dallas next week, it's over. The season is essentially over. So then the question is, does Wayne Haskins come back in? You're playing for the future at that point. It'd be a little disingenuous to keep Haskins benched unless what you're saying is he's not our guy. We gave him a shot. He's not our guy. If you think we should have given him a longer shot, I'm sorry, you're not the head coach I am. If that's what Ron Rivera wants to do. So be it, if it gets to that point. It'll be interesting to see. Obviously, Terry is the guy that probably is impacted the most by Dwayne Haskins being benched. Well, other than Dwayne, of course. But remember, McLaurin's the guy that they're counting on pretty much for every big play so far this year. That's a heavy enough thing for a guy that's in his second year to have to handle. But he's also got to do it now with... Uh, his second, and if you count Alex Smith in the second half of last week, third QB. So he's already gone through the entire active quarterback roster. And we asked him what that's been like. Yeah, it's it's, it's a challenge. Um, but at this level, you have to be able to adapt on the fly. Um, I feel like one of your job description as a receiver, in my opinion, is to make the job of whoever's playing quarterback as easy as possible. So whether that's getting extra reps after practice, that's communicating during practice, um, during the week, I think that helps, but you can't replicate those um, those practice reps. So um, I've been just trying to get with Alex, trying to get with um, Kyle and, and try to discuss what they see on, on certain routes because um, depending on the coverage, it, it can you could take a route high, you could take it low, you can flatten it off, you can feel the zone. So every quarterback may be different, every receiver is different. So it's just a matter of fact of getting on the same page of um, where the where they like to throw the ball and, and the feel for the receiver that I try to give them what's going on in my mind. And what's going on in his mind is, man, can I get some help? Because he is, I mean, let's face it, he is the guy. There is not a team in the league 
that does not, when they put their game plan in every week, the first thing they say when talking about Washington's offense is, okay, here's what we got. You know who we got to stop? We got to stop number 17. He is the only guy capable of hurting us over the top. Uh, and Terry says that he has, uh, despite that, it's it the year has been okay. And the stats kind of bear that out, too. Um, I feel like I'm doing okay. Um, I feel like I'm trying to still get a rhythm. Um, we've been just having so many different um, outcomes of games and things like that. But uh, I just try to control what I can control, be um, a playmaker out there, be a player that when you get the ball in my hands that I'm doing something with it, somebody that um, our offensive coordinator and the teammates can trust to make a play. I feel like I've done a pretty good job of doing that, but just um, continuing to, um, you know, try to be as productive as a week in and week out. I know I'm the focal point um, against most defenses, but um, as far as just the way I approach the game and, um, the way I study, I think that continues to become stronger and that's going to show on the field. Um, but the main thing I'm just trying to do right now is uh, build that chemistry with the quarterbacks um, and, and, and improve that way. I feel like um, I'm really playing at a, a good play speed right now. I'm playing pretty fast. Um, I'm not really trying to assess as the play goes on. I'm just running. And, and then, you know, the defense kind of um, – displays itself as you go along. You can't really be out there thinking too much because um, especially when the, you're in the slot, a lot of those routes are timing and the quarterback is expecting to be in a certain spot in a certain time. So you don't have a lot of time to second guess yourself and, and move slowly. So I'm definitely getting more comfortable in that. Um, I'm definitely getting more comfortable in the types of routes that this offense is asking me to run. And then the, the coverages that I'm seeing, um, whether it's bracket, whether it's man, inside leverage, outside leverage, um, is really challenging me as a receiver in my second year. And it's, um, it's actually very um, fun, to be honest, because I, I feel like this is only going to make me better um, individually and for this football team. It's very zen that way, I think. Good on him. Uh, we also finally asked him uh, about the fact that defenses are keying on him this year. And he says, yep, that is definitely something that you have to adjust to if you want to make it in the NFL. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's frustrating. It's a, it's challenging at times, um, but I feel like it's all about your mindset and how you approach it. Um, there's a lot of adversity that goes on in the NFL. Um, varies from team to team, but me personally, I'm, I'm a big proponent on just trying to make the quarterback as comfortable as possible. I don't really try to focus on who's back there, but um, trying to make sure we're on the same page going into the week. Um, I feel like now that I'm trying to get back better in the, in the practice schedule now, um, I have a better chance to build that chemistry, and I just want to continue to build on that um, going forward. Uh, yeah, I definitely have noticed that um, the Rams kind of had like the in and out coverage against me um, when I was in the slot. Um, but you're going to get defense's best shot when you're um, the focal point, and I don't shy away from that. It's actually something that I, I relish in, and it's a challenge that I look forward to seeing the best defenders, um, the best schemes, and things like that. Um, it gets to show you um, how you're preparing and how prepared you are going in week in and week out. So um, my, my job is just try to ex execute the game plan as much as possible. I feel like Coach Turner's doing a really good job, and Hoss as well is trying to move me around so it's not as predictable um, from splits to – 
uh, stems of routes, trying to make everything look the same. That's what I try to do um, so I can have a two-way go. So teams can't necessarily key on um, this split means this or this stem means that. Um, so I'm just continually growing in that role, um, especially in the slot. It's different for me, but uh, I feel like I'm getting better each week. I'm getting more comfortable. And um, the good thing about it is still early in the season. and There's a lot of football left, so I'm really excited to see where this goes. Well, so are the rest of us, and that football starts this weekend, 1 o'clock Sunday, in the Meadowlands against the 0-5 Giants. Let's hope that Washington makes them 0-6 by the time it's all said and done. Mick and the clock on the wall said we got to get up on out of here, so remember, you can catch us every day on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, wherever fine podcasts are sold, and of course, on the sportsjourney.com radio network. Have a great one, everybody. We will talk to you Monday with a look back and analysis of what worked and what didn't against the Giants. Like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, do wear white. Mm-hmm.